offensive line there to pick up eight yards on that one. And you got to look at Henderson on that play. It looked like he got kind of caught up in that pile, may have landed awkwardly and got rolled over on that one. The two consecutive good runs by Khalil Lewis on the run before that one does a good job on a play supposed to go in the A gap, bouncing it out to the C gap to pick up the first down. And Maxwell looks downfield, looks for Henderson, and he falls in the end zone. Incomplete pass. Henderson, if he had been able to cut right on that one, should have been able to haul in an easy touchdown grab. Maybe that ankle hurt him a little bit on the previous play and could not make the cut he so desired. Well, with the time that Maxwell released that football, maybe just a little bit of misconnection there. Maxwell thought that Henderson was going to cut a little bit sooner. Henderson does not, and it falls incomplete. Trips to the near side. Maxwell to the shotgun. Well, he's going to try to cut it all the way outside. Can he pick up the first? And I believe he does. That was a long way to go for a yard as he had to bounce that one all the way over to the near sideline to pick up a grand total of a yard and a half for a first down. Well, there was a couple of times you could see Maxwell continue to look up the field as he's running the football, trying to throw, nowhere to go, unable to go straight up the field, but able to just barely bounce out wide enough to pick up the first down by about half a yard. Four down linemen for Benedict here on first down. Trips to the far side. Maxwell out of the shotgun. Lee one-on-one -on -one to the near side. We'll see if he goes that way. Speed option. Pitch to Khalil. He breaks a tackle. He's down inside the five-yard line and brought down at the four. And the Dogs second down and one to go. But with the running Bulldogs being in the red zone, they have had a lot of success in the red zone this season. Ten out of 11 so far on the year. Handoff to Khalil. He's going to bounce outside. He's got the corner and he's in. Touchdown, Dogs. Boom, baby. And the Dogs are on the board first. A great job by Khalil Lewis on that zone read. Able to go from A-gap, bounce it all the way out to the C and tiptoe his way into the end zone. That's his seventh touchdown of the season. That leads everyone in the Big South Conference. Really good run there by Khalil Lewis, getting things going on this drive. Seven carries for 45 yards in the football game. Gardner-Webb, 62 yards on the ground as a team against this Tigers defense that only allows 64 a game. And the extra point is up and good from Paul Schumacher. Well, it's 7-0 here in Boiling Springs at Spangler Stadium. 13-12 remaining in the second quarter. Dogs on top, 7-0. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. cheering for your favorite team and you're ready to tackle that large job or weekend project, turn to Sunbelt Rentals for all your equipment needs. From hand tools to excavators, we've got you covered. And with nearly 400 locations, we're sure to have one convenient to you. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a contractor, you can rely on the experts at Sunbelt Rentals. Call 1-800-NO-SWEAT or visit sunbeltrentals.com for a location nearest you. So what are you waiting for? Get it done. Rent it now. opportunity to complete your degree, allowing you to aspire to greater professional mobility and higher earning potential. 
Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-webb.edu slash dcp. Plays 35 yards in three minutes and five seconds, all capped off by a four-yard touchdown run from the Big South leader in touchdowns, Khalil Lewis, who's really coming on the scene this year, Tyler. Khalil Lewis has had a fantastic season, seven touchdowns already, and and on a team that has four running backs that see playing time, but Lewis doing enough to be the lead guy. Well, and coming into this game, he was on pace for 17 touchdowns this year, which would break a Gardner-Webb program record. And I'm sure picking up the touchdown today certainly helps his cause. But, Tyler, in that break, we talked a little bit about how Gardner-Webb's defense has really struggled to keep opponents off the scoreboard after the offense goes out and scores themselves, kind of lacking in the complementary football area. It's something that we've seen a lot of over the course of this season. It's this running Bulldogs offense will come out and score, but the defense allows the other team to get right back in the game or in a situation of where Gardner-Webb has had to cut into a lead and the other team able to rebuild it right away. So a key here, and it would be huge for this running Bulldogs defense to be able to get the Tigers' offense off the field with allow, allowing them to get points on the board. Zachary Brisbane, the running back for Benedict. Fake handoff to him, now a speed option and broken up. And a ton of dogs, just a big pile of running Bulldogs. Break down the quarterback on that play. Phillip Brown hesitated for just a second, and that might have ruined the speed option for him there. Well, Jeffrey Peggy's the first of those running Bulldogs to get to the quarterback. The forgotten linebackers, we like to call them in the middle, and Kenyatta Dunbar and Jeffrey Peggy's because of the honors the two outside linebackers have got in Chad Jeter, the preseason All-American, and the preseason All-Big South linebacker and Aaron Cook, who almost stripped that ball away on that play. Bunched receivers to both sides. As out of the shotgun is Brown. Play action. And he's going to try to keep it himself, and he's eaten up as he falls forward for a yard on that one. And for the dogs right in the... Middle of it. A lot up. Philip Brown hanging on to the football on their option place. And here comes Brown still looking downfield. Hit as he throws and broken up. At the last second, the dogs cause a three and out. Kenyatta Dunbar. Lays the hammer down on Phillip Brown. Intended for ATS away. He's up fourth down for Benedict. And Benedict is one of these teams that is really using and utilizing just about every player they brought on this trip. We're seeing different players in different formations just about every time we see them on offense. Well, we've seen four running, different running backs on the field for the Tigers. So we have not seen the second quarterback come into this football game yet, though. This one punted towards Dozier as Dozier and Henderson both back to return. That looked more like a kickoff return than a punt return formation. 
Well, the Dogs call a fair catch caught by Dozier at the 43-yard line. Another short field for the Dogs. We'll see if they can find Pater once more. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. Bachelor of Science in Accounting at Gardner-Webb University is offered completely online, allowing you the necessary flexibility to balance work obligations, family commitments, and your continuing education as an accounting professional. Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-webb.edu slash dcp. One of the keys to a football team leaving the field victorious is having a good game plan. If you're looking for a game plan for saving money, switch to GEICO. You'll receive outstanding save hundreds on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO for your free rate quote. Drawing up a game-winning play can be hard, but saving money doesn't have to be. Geico. Seven zero in favor of the dogs. Looking to punch into Pater one more time as they start the drive at their own 43-yard line, but we're going to take a pause and recognize here on the radio what they just recognized there at midfield. Connor Boss and Nathan Lyle both participating in the Olympic trials for swimming earlier this year, getting a standing ovation from this crowd. Maxwell drops back to pass. Looks, has all sorts of time. Fires over the middle. Caught by Henderson. A huge hit late on him, but he'll hang on for a gain of 11 and a first down for the running Bulldogs. Well, Maxwell does a really good job there waiting to throw that football at Ez. A defender had Henderson covered. Henderson continues to run the route. Maxwell does a good job waiting for him to be open. Trevante Brown lays a huge hit on Henderson, but Henderson doing a great job of holding on to the football. Four down linemen for Benedict. It's going to be a speed option flipped out to Elijah Perry, who gets this edge. He's at the 25, the 20, the 15, the 10, and brought down at the 9. I thought he ran out of bounds on that one. He stays up at the 35 and sprints down. The first sighting of Elijah Perry is a big one and a first down for the running Bulldogs. Well, he was nearly knocked out of bounds there. Trips over his own feet, able to stay on his feet, and able to really get upfield. A good job. And this running Bulldogs rushing offense has done well exactly where they said they would, bouncing the football out onto the perimeter. Well, they're quickly down inside the red zone, first and goal from the seven-yard line. Maxwell out of the shotgun. He's got a heavy pistol look. Fake handoff. He's going to roll. Floats it into the end zone, and Estes cannot come up with a catch. He dove out for that one, and you have to find your big tight end on that one. Well, there's been three occasions here in this football game where we have seen wide receivers be open and Tyrell Maxwell just barely putting it out of their reach there on that throw to Estes and the big shot downfield to Ralph Jolly early in the game that would have went for a touchdown had he hit Jolly. Well Maxwell did have to readjust he was rolling out to his left side and a defender was right there had to kind of stop on a dime and loft it in the end zone. Speed option of the near side kept by Maxwell, he's going to take it for the end zone. Boom, baby. Touchdown, dogs. Maxwell doing a great job on the speed option, keeping him himself, breaking a tackle, and diving over into the end zone for a touchdown. Well, Maxwell had been fairly quiet on the ground before that run. Does a good job staying with the play. Gets a good block up front, finding the end zone. And Schumacher on for the... 
Hugs said they'd run a lot of speed option. They have thus far. Komornik to hold. Snap, placement, kick up, and the extra point is straight on through. It's good. 14-0. Just like that. 10-30 remaining here in quarter number two. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. Online Bachelor of Science in Business Administration, Garden Web University offers an affordable opportunity to complete your degree, allowing you to aspire to greater professional mobility and higher earning potential. Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-web.edu/ncp. When you're not cheering for your favorite team and you're ready to tackle that large job or weekend project. Turn to Sunbelt Rentals for all your equipment needs. From hand tools to excavators, we've got you covered. And with nearly 400 locations, we're sure to have one convenient to you. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a contractor, you can rely on the experts at Sunbelt Rentals. Call 1-800-NO-SWEAT or visit sunbeltrentals.com for a location nearest you. So what are you waiting for? Get it done. Rent it now. Four plays, 57 yards, and only a minute and six seconds capped off by a seven-yard touchdown run by Tyrell Maxwell. Let's not forget the big play on that drive, though. 39 yards, tiptoeing down the sideline. Elijah Perry, the first Perry sighting we've had of today's game. Well, Elijah Perry on that run easily could have only picked up four five yards, but a good job staying on his feet and then able to get up the field for the 39-yard run. And Maxwell's done a really good job of just letting plays develop in this game, taking his time, not trying to run upfield immediately, which he did there on the end zone, really waited to get a good block. As Schumacher boots this one about seven yards deep in the end zone, touchback as the returner will take a knee. Something interesting to note, Tyler, and I'm not sure if you've noticed it from up here, we have not seen George Myers Jr. the last two drives. I didn't notice that. I don't know if Myers Jr. got a little banged up on that first drive of the game or if it has just been they've switched us out. We've said we've seen a lot of different players come on to the football field for this Benedict Tigers team, but I certainly believe George Myers Jr. would be out there with the way he has performed so far this season. And I do not see him come out with the offense on this one. The starting running back, George Myers Jr., has yet to be seen the last two drives. The running back, Benedict, is going with his Jervic blocker. Another five foot six back. Out of the shotgun, one receiver each side, two tight ends. It's a speed option to the outside. Pitched at the last second and eaten up after a gain of two yards. Kenyatta Dunbar and Chad Jeter in on that tackle. Typically, I thought it would be interesting if Benedict decided to come in with a maybe a different style runner. You know, you have Blocker, who is a speed runner. He's five foot six. You have George Myers Jr. is another five foot six speed runner. If we saw a bigger running back, more of a power running back, I think that would make more sense. We haven't seen Myers. We haven't seen Myers at all. He gets substituted with a similar back, but we can see him right there on the sideline. He's standing at the 29. 
Well, Blocker had two big catches on the second drive of this football game for the Benedict Tigers. Two catches for 25 yards on those quick screen plays where the Tigers team has been the most productive in this football game. Delay of game called on Benedict, and that's the first sighting we've seen of the official Ron Cherry. Now, Ron Cherry, for a lot of you guys, it probably sounds like a familiar name. We have an ACC crew calling this game today. Ron Cherry, one of the best, not only in the ACC, but all of college football. A privilege to have him out here in Boiling Springs for this game. That was an odd look that we saw for Benedict. It was a pistol set with the up back with his hand in the dirt. This Benedict offense has come out of several different styles, and we're going to have two straight delay of games on the Benedict Tigers. The play clock runs down to zero. And now some confusion with the officiating crew, and scratch that, a timeout was called by Benedict. Their first charge timeout of the first half. You, you, you did a very good job of seeing the play clock go down to zero. I'm not sure if we're having technical difficulties up there, but that was a very quick 25 seconds. Well, I certainly thought so as well. And very interesting after you just have a delay of game penalty to not be able to get up to the line and have the clock run down on you again. But I saw it down to one second. We see the whistle blow but Benedict able to get the time out before a second straight delay of game penalty. And you can see the offensive line there really see the clock as well, and the quarterback saying, hurry up, let's go. And it almost looked like the offensive line would have jumped as well. I could definitely see, I was looking more in the secondary and the receivers on that play. I could definitely see every single receiver jumped on that one. Well, we'll see two receivers to the near side. The pistol set with the up back in his hand in the dirt and two tight ends. Play action. Look. Looking downfield is brought down and oh! My goodness! A couple dogs get in on that one and go high low on the quarterback there. We have a new quarterback in the game after those back-to-back -back delay of games. Mason Duckett gets his first taste of the action and he got a nice taste of three running Bulldogs right in his face. Well, the freshman Jalen Foster, the first of the running Bulldogs to get there, comes out of the secondary and comes up and gets the sack on the corner blitz. It's a lot of different bodies flying in that one. Twisted and tangled was the quarterback, Mason Duckett. Two receivers to each side, twin backs out of the shotgun for Duckett. Snap taken, play action. Screen to the inside, trying to get some linebackers, excuse me, linebackers getting through the offensive line as the line tried to pull out and block for the receiver on that play. Okechi into Sawa. And it'll bring up fourth down, a big penalty for Benedict, and then a huge sack. And the funny thing with that one, I'm not sure how you're going to score that one. Do all three players get half a sack, or do they all get a third of a sack? Foster's certainly the first of the running Bulldogs to get there, coming behind the quarterback, and then the other two running head first at Duckett there on that play. But that's a good question. Foster certainly has to be one of the ones to get credit for the sack, though. Fair catch called at the 50-yard line. Tristan Dozier as they're kicking that way instead of Henderson as the Dogs will start their drive out at the 50-yard line. I just think it's a little funny, and I'm sure that some of you at home 
have uh, been confused and maybe misled on how sacks are actually filed as a statistic now because every single SID, every single guy in charge of stats at any game, if, say, there's a fumble on the play, the quarterback scoops up the ball and gets brought down in the backfield for a sack, and there's four different players that, quote-unquote, get to the quarterback on that play, sometimes all four of them end up with half of a sack. Sometimes it's just a, a little ironic to see how that scoring goes. Certainly, but no, certainly an interesting thing, and like you said, wonder how they scored that one. In my opinion, like I said, Foster has to be one of the guys that gets credit for the sack as well, the first guy there to get to the quarterback. But we also saw the first sighting of the backup quarterback in Duckett, and I'm sure a lot of that had to do with the fact that Benedict got a delay of game call and then had to burn a timeout because they couldn't get the snap off. Maybe that was almost a little bit of a punishment on that one. And after some confusion, a flag was dropped late, and they will re-punt the football as punting for the Benedict team is Troy Mims, the junior. Well, at this point in the football game as well, down 14 to nothing in the first half, and this Benedict Tigers team struggling to get anything really going on offense. Change the quarterback up and just try to get something going in any way that you can. Well, a five-yard penalty assessed on that one. Excuse me, a 10-yard penalty assessed on that one. I'm not sure what the penalty was for. It is on the running Bulldogs. They've moved the ball up. Benedict elects to repunt the ball. Dozier and Henderson standing around the 45-yard line ready to field this punt. The Dogs might send everybody on this one. And they definitely go and fool me and decide to try to allow Dozier to get a few blocks. And he will not as a great job of coverage by the Benedict Tigers as Dozier gets brought down at the 25-yard line. A good decision by Benedict. But Dozier has to backpedal about 15 yards there on that one. I was expecting the punt to be short like it had been all day. But a good punt there by Benedict. And so Dozier, by the time he backpedals and get to the football, this minute the Tigers team has collapsed and nowhere to run. The Dogs only sent three players at that punt and sent the rest back in coverage after being set up for what looked like a punt block look. Snap, handoff to Lewis, who's going to bounce it outside, cuts back in, and gets brought down at the 32-yard line. A gain of six yards for the redshirt sophomore back, who's played a big role in this one. Lewis's eighth carry of the game on that one, now 52 yards on the day. The sun is setting, and we can uh, we can hear some of some of the Benedict fans. We can hear more than anything the Dogs cheerleaders right here as well. Hand off to Lewis. The same play as the last. He stays on his feet, tumbles around, he breaks a few tackles, he's out the 45, the 40, the 35, the 30, and you, you, Tyler, are standing here going, what just happened? It looked like he was wrapped up by two or three different Tigers. Spins out of the tackle, breaks one, and goes charging down the sideline. What a fantastic play by Khalil Lewis. I certainly was amazed on that one. I thought Lewis was going to be down well short of the first down. Manages to stay on his feet. We've now seen 
a play similar to what we saw Elijah Perry do earlier in the football game, staying on his feet, except this time, Lewis breaks two tackles to be able to stay on his feet. Play action. Wheel route to Blackman, he's inside the five and in, boom, maybe touchdown! A play action fake to Khalil Lewis, opens up the wheel route for Blackman, and he's in for a touchdown, but there is laundry on the field. They're going to say that Blackman stepped out of bounds at the four-yard line. That's what it's going to be on this one. You can see Blackman certainly disappointed having the touchdown taken away, but just steps out of bounds there running up the sideline. What a great drawn-up play to allow the second running back out on the wheel after the fake handoff. Another play action. Maxwell throwing off his back foot. Estes wide open in the end zone. Boom, baby. There it is for real. Touchdown, dogs. And Tyrell Maxwell back-to-back good passes there on that drive. Connected with Mike Estes on the touchdown. Unable to find him earlier in the game. Estes gets wide open in the end zone on this one. Well, there it is for Mike Estes. In what a career Estes has had for the running Bulldogs. Estes broke the Big South Conference career receptions mark last week for all tight ends. He now has records in receptions, yardage, and touchdowns. He just added another one to his wonderful career here as a running Bulldog and in the Big South Conference. Schumacher's extra point is up and good. We're up 21-0. We're feeling good here in Spangler Stadium. We hope you are feeling great at home. It's 21-0. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. Bachelor of Science in Accounting at Gardner-Webb University is offered completely online, allowing you the necessary flexibility to balance work obligations, family commitments, and your continuing education as an accounting professional. Learn more about hey, how you, you can, can come back after this commercial. Four plays, 74 yards, all capped up by a four-yard touchdown pass from Tyrell Maxwell to the Big South. Career leader for tight ends in touchdowns, Mike Estes. All you missed was the kickoff on that one. It goes through the end zone as all of them have so far for Schumacher this evening. And Benedict will start at their own 25-yard line. And just like that, the dogs up 21-0 after a scoreless first quarter. 5.43 remaining in this one. Under center is the quarterback. Handoff and breaking through that first line of defense brought down by the linebacker Jeff Piggies was Blocker, who's seen most of the action so far in this game after 
George Myers Jr., not sure if he got benched or what happened, but Myers has not been on the field thus far here in the second quarter. And as Mason Duckett, the quarterback, in again on this drive for the Tigers. Well, we expected to see them both. They both split time so far this year between Brown and Duckett. Handoff on a sweep to the far side, trying to cut it back. Breaks through a tackle. And a gain of about five yards by Blocker. Brought down by the running Bulldog, number 32, Rob Howard, the outside linebacker. And Rob Howard hasn't seen a lot of time on the defensive side of the ball, but we certainly said his name a lot at Elon as he played the up back in a few goal line situations. We have Howard showing his versatility here over the course of the season, playing on both sides of the football. And in my opinion, Duckett is in a quarterback for the Benedict Tigers because he is the quarterback that is more of the throwing quarterback and down three scores early in this when you're going to have to throw the football. Deuces to each side. Looking for a screen straight up the middle, and he might get a first, and the officials will say he's marked short by about a yard and a half. I thought he was able to reach it over, but the initial hit from Aaron Cook bobbled the ball a little bit. He had to retain possession, and he's marked down about two yards short. Another good job by the Dogs defense. I'm going to test your knowledge right here in terms of versatile linebackers. Because I, I'm almost 100% sure, and not only am I testing your knowledge, but I'm testing my knowledge here. Linebacker had only 10 career offensive snaps. All of them ended in touchdowns. Putting me on the spot, Brendan, and I am not positive on this one. Well, I'd like to see if any of the, if any of the listeners actually know the answer to this question, go ahead and, and send a tweet with, with your answer to me at BT Boylan. That's B-T-B-O-Y-L-A. And I'm curious if anybody at home knows the answer to this one. A punt down to Henderson. Breaks a few tackles. He's up across the 40-yard line to the 45 and finally brought down at the 47-yard line. Jacob Henderson playing a little merry-go-round on that one. I can see the look on your face. You're really, you're really, really concerned about this. Let's have this like the trivia question of the day. We'll, we'll reveal it later in the game. Maybe we'll start a new tradition here. Maybe I'll try to quiz you, quiz you just about every day. It just came out of nowhere. Hey, I, th I thought, I thought line, but you said versatile linebackers. I thought, oh, it's it's definitely an interesting stat. You're a stat guy. I figured you'd know that one. As Khalil Lewis takes that one up the middle for a gain of three yards. Four down linemen for the Tigers, split running backs, twin running backs, excuse me, for Maxwell. Man in motion, out to Elijah Perry on the screen. He's got the edge, he's at the 50 and knocked down at the 40. Seven yard line for the Tigers. And a big hit by the freshman linebacker, Herschel Brown, there for the Tigers on the running back. Really solid hit. Third and four for the running Bulldogs. They're in Tiger territory. They need four yards to pick up the first down. Bunch trips out to the far side. One man to the near side. Maxwell out of the shotgun. Tigers look like they're going to send pressure. They do just that. Maxwell throws it and broken up. As that one was intested for Estes and broken up last second. 
but you could see Khalil Lewis coming out into the flats. No one was around, and after that one goes incomplete, he looks right back at his quarterback, puts his hands up, and goes, oh, I was wide open, though. Well, Mike Estes certainly looked open as well, but the linebacker coming in at the last second and puts a hit on Estes there as the football is right on his hands. And a couple different players coming in for the running Bulldogs late on this punt formation. And finally, a timeout called by the running Bulldogs with 2.16 remaining here in the first half. The dogs up 21-0, look to extend the drive. Couldn't do so. They'll bring out the punting unit. Or maybe the timeout's called to think, hmm, do we trust our defense enough? Up three scores early in the football game. Punt the football. You're not quite in no man's land yet. You're at a situation, especially where you saw early in this game, Kamornik pin the Benedict Tigers down at the one-yard line. So you have a good punter. And you don't – this Tigers team has been unable to move the football against your defense so far in this one today. And they'll do exactly what you said. You're one for one on this broadcast. A little better than you've been in weeks past. Komornik will come out to punt for the running Bulldogs. Back to receive is Blocker, who has played majority of the running back snaps today for the Tigers. As Komornik boots this one down, it looks like it's going to bounce inside the 10, and it does. A great punt by Komornik. Downs him at the 6-yard line, just bounces straight out of bounds at the 6. We're going to take a quick timeout here. Dogs up 21-0. Keep it locked right here on WGWG.org. You'll find them inside each huddle, on every sideline, in every classroom, on each campus, from our neighborhoods to the corner office. Student athletes from the Big South Conference serving in roles they've trained for all their lives. Leaders. The Big South Conference. Developing leaders through athletics. Learn more at BigSouthSports.com. The online Bachelor of Science in Business Administration at Gardner-Webb University offers an affordable opportunity to complete your degree, allowing you to aspire to greater professional mobility and higher earning potential. Learn more about how you can ignite your career at gardner-webb.edu slash dcp. Missed the play there, but quick throw on second down goes incomplete, brings up third down. And all you missed was Duckett completes a pass to Blocker for eight yards as Duckett rolls out to the right on second down, throws for the sideline, caught but juggled out of bounds, making it an incomplete pass. Third and two for the Tigers. Trips to the right side. Duckett out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Quick throw. 
Picks up the first down on the wide receiver screen. That one goes to Okechi into Salway for a first down. Well, these screen plays have been where the Tigers have had their most success in the football game. And it's just come down to has Garner been able to get quick pressure on the quarterback and not allow them to throw the screen pass. Or when the pressure doesn't get there, both quarterbacks have been able to get rid of the football quickly and they've been able to pick up their first downs that way. Snap taken, drops back, looks, throws deep downfield, and it's picked off by the running Bulldogs. He's got blockers ahead of him. He's at the 25. He's at the 20 and brought down around the 15-yard line, and that's an interception for number nine, Jalen Foster, who has interceptions and now back-to-back weeks. Well, Foster has to step into action last week due to injuries against Ohio. Comes up with an interception in that game as well as a couple of big tackles that kept plays from going for big yardage. Foster doing a good job here in the first two weeks of action that he's had to play due to injuries. Well, now the Dogs have an interesting opportunity. They're 15 yards away from the end zone with 42 seconds left on the clock, and they have two of their timeouts. So let's see if the Dogs can make it 28-0 before halftime. Well, certainly you have big target and Mike Estes try to get him to the corner of the end zone, Maxwell's favorite target. Let's not forget about Ralph Jolly and Adonis Lee. Rolling out to the right is Maxwell. Has no one open. He'll finally chuck it out of bounds. And that'll bring up second down. Well, a nice play design with Maxwell rolling out and trying to find Estes on that one who, in that three-bunch system, of the trips to the far side, kind of ran into the flats and was hoping to turn it upfield, maybe get the other two receivers to block for him. He was not open. Well, two receivers to the far side, one to the near side. Estes offset to Maxwell's right as the running back, Khalil Lewis, standing next to Maxwell to his left. Estes in motion. Maxwell takes the snap, looks, fires, incomplete. Looked like there might have been a little contact, a little grabbing, but at the end of the day, no pass interference call brings up third down. Well, Maxwell did not see Mike Estes on the wheel route there. Somebody found Jonathan Blackman on earlier in the game, had Estes open, but did not look in his direction. Well, Benedict did send pressure on that play, and you know what pressure does to quarterbacks. Sometimes you can't go through all the progressions that you want to. Trips to the right side. Maxwell to the shotgun. Takes the snap. Looks. Fires. Overthrows. Kyle Horton on the route. Brings up fourth down. And that'll bring out the kicking unit. But interesting note right here. Tristan Dozier on crutches on the sideline. Well, that's just back into this next man mentality for the Under Bulldogs. They have faced the injury bug on the defensive side of the football all year. We'll see a lot more of Devin Mines going forward in this football game. 32-yard attempt for Paul Schumacher. The kick is up, and it is good as the Dogs extend their lead to 24. 24-0 with 21 seconds left before halftime. Tyler, what have you liked so far in the first half from the running Bulldogs? Well, the running Bulldogs have been able to run the football, and that would be the key to this game on the offensive side was would they be able to run the football against this Benedict Tigers team that is only average giving up 64 
yards a game. Gardner Webb has ran the football for 154 yards so far here in this one. And would you believe me if I told you the dogs have already thrown 15 passes? Well, three of those coming right there. Maxwell unable to complete any of them. And where you were at on the field, that's the type of play that makes sense to pass the football just to try to get into the end zone. But before that, Tyro Maxwell, 7 of 12, has looked pretty good throughout this football game. Overthrown his receivers on three different plays. But other than that, looked very good in the pocket. The offensive line has done a good job giving Maxwell time to look through his progressions most of the time. And even in the loss to Ohio, I thought Tyrell Maxwell played a really good game against an FBS opponent. He's looking very good against this Division II opponent as well. Remember, the Dogs have a strain of home games here. This is one of four straight at home for the running Bulldogs. I'm sure they'll really like to do that one. That kickoff nine yards deep brought out by the return man and brought down say at the 18-yard line. Couple running Bulldogs in on that tackle. You could see a lot of hands trying to punch that football loose and give the Dogs one more opportunity to score. But with 14 seconds left inside of your own 20-yard line and you're down by 24, I'm expecting the Tigers just to take a knee here. I certainly would expect that as well, Brendan. And you have to there with that kickoff nine yards into the end zone. Benedict decides to return at that time just to try to get something going and if any chance of taking it to the house for a touchdown to get on the board. Certainly would expect a knee right here, though. And that's what it looks like. It will be as a kneel down by Mason Duckett will end the first half. The dog's on top, 24 to nothing here in the first half as we take it into halftime. Well, we'll be right back with the halftime report. Keep it locked right here on WGWG. Dot org. 